0: Hi, this is Bob Sorrentino from Italian Roots and Genealogy, and I'm here today with Peggy Ficillo, and uh, we're going to talk about some exciting news that she has. So welcome, Peggy. Thanks for being here.
1: Well, thank you again for having me.
0: I <laughs> know uh, it's my pleasure. So just for, you know, uh, for a little bit of a starter, uh, why don't you tell everybody, you know, where you're from and just a, a bit about your Italian roots.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm from the North End in Boston. And... My parents are from Italy, from Campania, one from Benevento area, and the other one from Avellino area, uh, specifically Cusano. And I'm booking a trip for Sicily in September, so that's oh, super <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: well, we're going to uh we're gonna be just a couple of nights in Calabria and then off to uh because when we made the trip last year we didn't go to my mom's hometown so
1: oh you'll have fun then <laughs>
0: uh yeah yeah I, you know since since then we found that I found out that I have uh more cousins in Toronto which is only about a half hour from Torito so I'm gonna visit them and then uh and then we'll go to mom's hometown and uh and then yeah. uh maybe off to uh Rosetto so we'll we'll see how that goes but that's great when, when are you going to be there
1: um, well, I don't know if you've looked at the prices of the trips. They're waiting for them to kind of go down. I don't,
0: I don't know if they're going to go down. That's the problem.
1: Well, I booked another trip uh, because it's trip time. And uh, for, for a little farther out. And it was the cheapest flight I ever got. And it was American Airlines. So, I mean, I don't know. How that happened, but I, you know, pressed uh, okay right away on that one. But uh, this was outrageous, and I tried various airlines, but I'll try some more and see. But I'm shooting for September. Uh, you know, I, when did you say you were going?
0: We're going to be there the 13th through the 26th of September. September,
1: yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I. Used to spend my summers in Italy in uh, uh, San you was know, so Even that was the mountain; it's hot. You know, you don't go to Italy in in July or August. So September, October, I'm I'm aiming for. So that'll be great. First time I've been there in a long time.
0: Oh, so that's that's great. That's great. So yeah. since we spoke last, you have written a book. Yes, and, I have. Um, you know, it's, for everybody, I know what the book's cool. about. But for everybody who's listening, uh, what's the book about?
1: Um, Basically, it's uh, stories from me growing up in the North End, my parents' stories from coming from Italy, uh, along with the grandparents, and a little bit about genealogy. There's 10 chapters all broken down, um, and my relatives. And this one chapter, eight, uh, we would call it, uh, immediate comic relief. And that is uh, sayings my mother had to say to me. (laughs) So I'll read a couple of them later. Because when I was compiling them, you know, my relatives would be throwing in a couple. Don't forget to say this one. And don't forget to say that one. But that was a fun part of doing the book was remembering those. Because they're gems. You know?
0: Yeah, you know, I probably have a few of those myself uh, going, going going, way back. So what prompted you to write the book in the first place?
1: Uh, basically, it was to remember my family. And I always had that in me. We talked about that before, about finding out about who's who, where they're from, et cetera. And uh, being in touch with my relatives uh, here, but uh, then uh, when I was in grad school, we did oral history and I did oral history in the North end, uh, specifically about uh, women's political interests, the people who had started voting right in the 1920s and when they got the women got the right to vote, but the, as years went on and I got older <laughs> and I uh, you know, knew some people like Anthony Riccio, he said one sentence to me that just resonated. And it was, and then there was no one to ask.
0: Mm.
1: And at that point, my uncle, who was Uncle Tony, he's, featured probably, he got almost a whole chapter in the book. He uh, lived to be a uh, two months shy of a hundred. And he had all the stories and he was gone. Mm, yeah. And so uh, that just resonated with me and made me want to tell more. Um, I like writing. Uh, I'm not a great writer, but I can, you know, make a paragraph. So... <laughs> When I was when I was teaching uh, students, I was from all over the world because I was teaching English as a second language, and I had advanced students, and they were learning how to write. Um, although they were literate in their own language, and one of the first things you teach is, you know, write from your heart, write about something you know, because that way, you know, you're not thinking about other stuff. You know, you're 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 just writing what's already in your head. You don't have to research it. So, um, as an exemplar, I gave them a short, very short, five page five paragraph essay on my grandmother. That's what started it all. And that was 2018, I think.
0: Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I I think besides going back to the hometown, I think that's one of the most important things for anybody who's doing genealogy, even if they're not, um, to write down those stories so we don't lose it. You know, you mentioned Anthony who was, who was, fantastic at that. And he's the one who spurred me on to write my book. And, uh, a- and the celly, uh, another person who wrote about, about his family and and Dr. Visco mm-hmm. who's from my hometown on college point and whom I never knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew his parents drug store, but I didn't know him. He's a little bit older than me. Uh, but you know, that's, Whether you want to publish it or not, it's very, very important now as we're all getting older. We remember the people who came over Mm -hmm. firsthand, but that's lost now, you know?
1: Right. There is just a part of telling the story, even if my daughter or my nieces and nephews, they can't comprehend it right at that time or take value in it at that time that I'm telling the stories. Uh, You know, like when I sent everybody the book, it's probably, you know, Lord knows where it is, but it hasn't been read yet. But when it is, they'll, they'll have it. And then might be later on in their life that they get what people went through. It's, I can't, to me, you know, as a historian, a political scientist that's what I actually went to school for the uh, that is so much part of should be part of your culture that is what culture is so uh, those stories have to be remembered and hopefully they're understood by other people as well Um
0: well, well yeah and I think you know I, and that's what I did in some of my book reliving how I grew up I, I think People don't realize. Yeah, times were tough. It wasn't so so much for for me, you know, because because we were like middle class. But my you know my mother and uh, and stuff. Um, but there was also joy. There's no joy anymore. Everybody's <laughs> frigging miserable. Yeah, I know. And we had joy. I mean, yeah, I, yeah he you know, ten you years that, old, eight, he nine, 10 years old. You know, Sunday. We, you look forward to going to grandma's and seeing your cousins, which cousins were going to be there and, and connecting with them. Or if you were lucky enough, you live near your cousins. Uh, We, we, we had something to look forward to other than looking at the stupid phone all day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) A a whole difference there. And I, hopefully that, that will kind of do a one eighty somehow, because that just drives me nuts. I, I think that when you, when you start, if you haven't the idea that you want to chronicle, and you know you're just overwhelmed because that's what I hear from people when I talk to them. And how do I start? I don't know. Can't write. You know, all of uh, all of uh, there's not excuses. It's just uh, people who feel that they do not have the capacity, but you do. Mm-hmm. You do have the capacity, Mike. It's not going to you know come out like uh, Maya Angel but it's going to be your words and they need to be recorded and, and again they can be recorded as well you know some people can't write I'm working with a group of uh, seniors uh, it's called, uh, and they're they have difficulty for a v- variety of uh, health reasons for, to write so everything is is done on tape so it's it there's no stopping people from from doing it, no matter where you feel you are on the scale of a writer. Uh and people also were mentoring people now. I'm gonna be working in a part of Boston and doing three um separate workshops on one genealogy. That'll probably be the end. But one choosing what you want to write about. And I think um One of the things when you're writing a book, here, that's the book. (laughs) Uh, Let me just say this. This is my mother. I've had my cousins call me up and say, I don't remember you in that dress. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was like 1917. I don't think (laughs) you would remember me then. But um, the, the idea is pick something write about it and, and brainstorm. I'd you know, it's yeah. a, it's the beginning piece. So I feel that I was very lucky that my mother had so many pictures. One of my friends um, that we're working on uh, the 150th anniversary of our church in the North end, he said, I love your book because it has so many pictures that <laughs> I was like, because it brought back memories. I'm assuming that's what he meant. But this is going to be part of of, uh, preserving our culture is to have those pictures. And my mother has them. Um, I mean, I think last time you saw her kindergarten picture. It was like incredible. And uh, so that that was a, a really important piece that is just to get over that fear. I think once you get over that fear, you can sail. You know what I mean?
0: Well, yeah. and, And if I remember correctly, you didn't think you could write a book either. So
1: We'll be right back.
0: Italian Roots and Genealogy is proudly sponsored by Your Dolce Vita and Dawn Matera, connecting people to their purpose in life and continuing their legacy. For more information contact Dawn at www.yourdolcevita.com
1: <laughs> I was uh, I was stuck. I was stuck with grandma, yeah. you yeah. know, and uh, so what I did just to, you know the one of the hard parts of writing I think the first it's just not, this isn't in order. This is in, cor- in order of how hard it was, was the editing. And yes.
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, uh, it's painful. <laughs> it's really painful. And I have written a book before, but it was not on the computer. I rather do it. I, I don't like doing it on the computer because something gets lost, it moves, you don't see the whole picture. But anyway, the. The editing, going back and forth, uh, speaking with someone who was terrific, by the way, but the editing was hard. The other part was where does everything fit in, you know, the organization? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I started with my grandmother and I said, no, that's I can't jump right in. You know, I have to put some context. We call it in education, background, knowledge. People aren't going to know anything about the North End, what it looks like, you know. And so, I, you know, I did that. And then I started talking about the institutions like church. (laughs) The North End church is number one. School, (laughs) uh, stores, and a little bit of the society of, of the North End. And it included uh, the crime families. It included uh, I call him Kohog Man. Kohog Man was on Salem Street where you bought everything and Kohog Man had a push card and he sold Cohogs. and we went there every Friday morning to buy six Cohogs for Friday night dinner because he had to eat fish. Mm-hmm. That was just the appetizer. Uh, but so there was a, a sense of that. Also, that I put in, again, that some of these things are hidden. They're not always talked about. Uh, the domestic abuse, alcohol. Um, when I was growing up, drugs started to become a thing. Uh, but, you know, back in the day when my mother came here, you know, that wasn't part of the equation. But domestic abuse was. Mm. So when I started doing this, I, I don't know if I no, I didn't tell you, I had to ask my relatives permission to what I could put in the book, because the book, um, it's titled My North End Family Stories, La Joya y el Dolor," The Joy and the Sorrow, because this is an all a cakewalk here. Uh, and there was a lot of sorrow. And that was very, very hard it's like I was talking to a, another writer and I said, okay, the next book can I, is there such a thing as a comedy book? <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. You know, <laughs> maybe I could just write chapter eight, all of the cute sayings or something because there was a lot of, a lot of sorrow and to see uh, at a young age uh, what I saw or more, profoundly what my mother saw Um, that affected her her whole life and it was hard to write it was hard to write so so then I you know I did all the family I did my mother my father my grandmother those all had chapters then I did the relatives they had chapters and then I had to get you know, release forms practically, you know, can I read about, can I write about so-and-so? I didn't put much in, but, you know, just said that they weren't good people. Um, And then I, then I had to take a break, you know, yeah. yeah. then I came up with, okay, so you want to leave? There's the door. If you go out, you're home at 11 or you want <laughs> to go out again. You know, you know these are the things. One of my favorites was, ma, can I, uh, ma was the word we used. Yeah,
0: yeah, yes too, yeah.
1: Ma or mama, you know. And ma, I got accepted to college. Can I sleep, uh, can I live in the dorm? Answer. Are you trying to put me in an early grade? <laughs> you know, I mean, these are the things. And I've had some people like um, Mary Ann, she read that one. She thought it was hysterical. Um, so, you know, maybe that's where I'm going to go next. But writing about a lot of sorrow was was the hardest part, I would say.
0: Yeah, well, um, my, you know, the book I just I just finished. And for anybody listening, if you're thinking about writing a book and you want to publish uh, contact me or Peggy. We'll tell you where they go. Uh, um, <laughs> you know, uh, Sandra is just fantastic. Uh, big help to both of us, but my, you know, my second book is about. A, yeah, it's sort of an autobiography, but more about my work experience. And it is kind of funny. I didn't put anything. There were a lot of bad things that happened and I didn't, you know, but I tried to tell my, you know, some of my funny stories and stuff like that. But, you know, my mother always used to tell us, <clears throat> um, what are neighbors gonna think? You know yes, your-
1: I got I have that in the
0: <laughs> Yes. Eh?
1: Definitely yeah.
0: Go kiss your aunt. You yeah. know when we go to go kiss your aunt. What are the neighbors are gonna think? Um Yeah,
1: yeah. what are the what are I think the way I phrase it is, what are people going to think? Because she had a more universal guilt. <laughs> 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 right. Oh my god. And the, and the house being cleaned like it couldn't get any cleaner but it was a mess. The house well, was a mess.
0: <laughs> yeah, my mother used to clean for the cleaning lady. She she had a cleaning lady who would come in like, you know, once every two or whatever to just to do some of the big stuff or whatever. And she would be cleaning for the before the cleaning lady showed up. But uh yeah, I think that's the typical uh, you know, Italian mom uh everything had to be spotless, you know?
1: Yes, yeah, definitely so, definitely so. So when I think about, you know, what are you gonna write about next? Because basically I wanna stick with this, Uh, uh, but I I haven't quite, like I thought, well, I could write about, uh, obviously with permission, some of my students through the years. Uh, and, And that would have a big market, obviously. And I said, I don't think I can do that. I, I think it's too hard. Uh not for me to write it, but mentally to do it. Mm. There's so many memories. Some of some of the you know, they weren't happy endings. Um so I I, I think light and airy might be, you know, what what I'll go, Bambi. No, Bambi's mother tag, whatever. But something <laughs> is, is something that's uh Interesting and, and has a market. And, and I did want to talk about that. Was when you're writing a book about the North End, now, this, this, you know, I'm not the only book on the shelf, but there are so many books about food. There's so many books about the old history, Paul Revere, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I wanted to narrow uh, uh, the topic. And again, when you're teaching writing, you have to do that. You know, you have, uh-huh. But you have to know who your audience is. I have a, a friend who's a, a writer, and I was trying to pick out the, uh, do, the do the cover. The uh, cover was like, I am not a graphic designer. I you know, don't pretend that, that has something to do with the computer. So, you know, not too good. Uh, but when I came across my grandma, uh, my mother's, communion picture I started to cry I said this is the picture you know this is the one that's going on there so I think that um those things are are exact if if you get that emotional connection then that's the route you should take Um, yeah
0: yeah and and um you know I had I had my front cover for a long time for farmers and nobles and then I was struggling with the back cover and and then when we came after we went to Italy and I met my My dad's first cousin, actually, of a couple of them, which I never knew existed. When we came back, he sent me the photograph that my grandmother uh, had sent to her father around 1920, 1919, 1920. And on the back, in Italian, of course, it said, from your dear daughter to your dear father, uh, may you never forget. And I was like, you know, this is the back cover because, you know, like you said, the emotion... Mm here's this woman who came left. She knew she was never going to see her father again, Mm -hmm. you know? So, so that's, that's, you know, that was like, wow. So I have the picture and then I have the, her handwriting on the back and, and she signed it. Her name was Luigia. She signed it, um, Georgina. And I had heard that before, but I never really knew, but that must've been, you know, her father's pet name for her hmm so it was yeah it was like really really you know emotional um so before we go where can i know i'm going to carry the book i'm going to by the time this is done i should have it set up and people could come to my website and purchase the book but where else can they find the book
1: uh they can uh, find it on um all of the uh like amazon and all of that but unfortunately uh they, let's see how would I phrase this. You can get it a lot less. You can get it less expensive, either through me or through someone like you, through individual vendors. There's three um, in the North End, uh, a lot in Massachusetts that I would personally to and asked them to carry the book, um, and they and they have. And I've done you know talks in the uh, library, uh, and. I think when you read chapters or, you know, when you're doing a book talk and you just write a little bit, uh, read a little bit about, you know, this happened to be about my mother. And one of the people in the audience said, wow, your mother was, she was like incredible. How, how did she do all of this? And I'm like, are we talking about the same lady that drove me crazy? You know, (laughs) I realized what I put in the book, you know, I didn't put the, you know, mother, typical mother and daughter stuff, but of what she did for, in one example was during World War II, if you didn't become a citizen and, you know, my people came and they didn't become citizens. It just wasn't a big deal to become a citizen. But during World War II, you'd get deported if you didn't become a citizen. There was a threat out there. And so she, was the one that rounded up all of the people in our family and other places to be the co-signer, to go to uh, a natural, uh, not naturalization, but the intention of this steps to become a citizen. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: And, uh, so she's the one, the name that signed on everything.
0: You know? Oh, wow.
1: But she'll, you know, she, she had like a little social service agency out of Queensbridge. <laughs> uh you know, go to her, she'll help you, you know, and I, I, I never and I never realized how until I went into this deeper, um, that yeah, she wasn't the one saying, you know, send me to an early grave. <laughs> you know, she was helping people. She was
0: helping people, yeah.
1: All the time, all the time. And I uh, you know, when when that person asked me that at, at the this was in the North End Library, and I just went, yeah. You know, she goes, "Well, where did she get that?" I said, "I think it was from her hard life, and she just never forgot it." Which is something we should all never forget—is what our ancestors, our immediate family, went through to to get to where we are.
0: You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, they like I said before, there were a lot of sacrifices, uh, and you know, just 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 coming here and everything. Um, well, this has been great, Peggy. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll we'll get the book out there for everybody to, to to read.
1: Yes, and I'm available to come and talk to you if you're local. Oh, ah, <laughs> or... Cool. <laughs> so, yeah, that's great. Uh, I thank you. It's been a little bit over a year since I was last here. Saying, you yeah. know, and I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I knew it was something about my grandmother, but other than that, I didn't know. So, yeah, it all came. It all came together.
0: Yeah, it comes together. All right, take care, and uh, we'll, talk, we'll talk again soon.
1: Okay, you take care, too.
0: Hi, everyone. This is Bob Sorrentino, just letting you know that my new book, Farmers and Nobles, is now available for sale on www.italiangenealogy.blog backslash nobles. or you can find the link in the podcast notes. Thanks for listening.